it's, it's Dave's 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 time. And I'm Dave, your rugged up narrator for this episode, episode eight of Reboot. And Jazza has a brand new toy. He has a I, new slider. I do. I'm, go, I'm last though. I roll the two. So you guys introduce yourselves And we're going to give you first. the floor when it gets to you to I talk know. about the I'm new just, slider. I'm so ready. Go on. Go is Rob next, actually. Oh, you done. I wasn't. I started and then I kind of got it hijacked and sent to you. So that's how. Do you want me to throw it back? Oh, yeah, yeah. No, 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 no throw, throw, throw it back. Throw it okay. back. Throw okay. it back. It right. was just the music. You gave credence to the music and put it to you. <laughs> Thanks for the intro, Rob. I've got the talking ball now and I just wanted to say thank you all for watching. And here's Rob with his character. <laughs> Thanks, Dave. And I'm Rob. And I play Sebastian Allen, a bespoke who was recently kidnapped and is on a, a path for revenge against his kidnappees and hopefully to bring a bit of balance to the fractious life of slums v city folk. My name is Jen and I'm... Oh. I agree. I agree. You didn't have the talking ball. Can you throw one over the... Yeah. Beautiful. Great catch. You would, That would have hit you in the face if you had tried to catch it like that. My name is Jen, and I play Eve, um, and I am uh, down one puffer jacket, um, and that's all I have to say tonight. Thank you. Very descriptive. Mm. <laughs> that was the, that's the recap of last that's week's episode. That's all you have episode. to know. That's it. And I'm Jazza. I'm playing pro slash prodigy. Uh, out of character, I got a new toy, and I'm very excited to talk about it, and I'm going to talk about it briefly. It's a brand new road, Roadcaster Pro 2, uh, which I got for free because I asked for it because I'm a spoiled YouTuber, but in exchange to share it with you all, and this is a huge deal because we have run Tabletop Time Roleplay on the, the original Road Procaster since we started, uh, and now when I saw the announcement of the Roadcaster Pro 2... I was very excited. So I'm just going to share a few exciting features that I've figured out immediately upon having it that I'm just in love with. Literally, Ooh. literally hasn't stopped playing with it. It's uh, so since good. It's so colourful. But not just like, okay, so first of all, the footprint is smaller to the original by almost like a quarter width ways. It's a much nicer build quality. So out of the box, it's just a really good experience. The screen is now tilting towards you. All the buttons, everything feel absolutely minty. But all the settings and, and the flexibility is just superb. Uh, the major things, actually, the Revolution preamps is a huge thing because all of us actually currently have these preamps hooked up to our mics that we actually no longer need. They're valued at 250 bucks each. That's $1,000 wow. that this box saves by having higher quality preamps built in. Wait, that is huge. Plus, we all have voice modulators. That's another three or four hundred dollars <laughs> each that I spent a year Jessa, and a bit ago. Jess will no longer have to be in a cave by himself. Yeah, look, <laughs> honestly, I'm delighted. That's, that's exactly the point. So you can have settings and other awesome stuff in the Rodecaster Pro 2, and you can also select who has those effects on which is really really cool for role play because it means Dave as the narrator can always have clean audio and I can put us in environments uh, all together which is really fun because I was the only one who was adding the <laughs> reverb and everyone else had clean audio it's just so superb everything just feels immediately high quality so thank you so much Road. go check it out I'll put the link in the description thank you uh, I, had to, I just had to get all that off my chest, there is guys. A, there's a dangerous design feature I've just noticed, though, for us, which is that there is a the, the off button 
is a big, juicy, visible <laughs> red. There is a big red off, but no, it's way juicier than the previous one. And it is pointing right at me. And my intrusive thoughts oh, are yeah, telling me to like press that off it. button it's a, so hard. Yeah. I'm just like, what the if whole I just, thing looks a little more like candy. Just press that big, no, delicious no. button. Oh. It's so scrumptious. There is, speaking of things that look enticing, I do have to thank also... Them for sending a dust cover because it looks so good and it can stay so looking good. good. And you know how much the original look at just look at this like it's well loved, but it's uh, you know it's hard to wipe your mixes yeah. down when yeah, they've got yeah. all the fiddly things and you have all the settings you want. So we do. I just throw it I'm like I'm done with you. I've got a new lover. We have to prompt uh, you every time if you if you're putting on a little bit of that powder. We'll have to be like, whoa, put the cover on, the cover on. on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, thank you, Road. Uh, it's time now for reboot, and let's do our let's do our beautiful little recappy things. You've got okay. this, Dave. Yeah, I believe in you. Mm. I'd like to thank my sponsor today, which is this chat. No, I don't. <laughs> uh, I, I vote that since Rob spent all of last episode sitting on the sidelines <laughs> observing and occasionally adding smack talk, you should cover the recap. <laughs> Um, okay. Our intrepid adventurers were making their journey back from the city to the slums, hopefully uh, getting prepped to go after uh, Yosef, when they walked through the previous site of a, a bit of a, a rebellion. Uh, uh, what's the word? Um, a riot? A riot. Yeah. That's right. We walked through the scene of a riot, uh, and against the warning of a very lovely female cop, we decided to risk it anyway. It was at this point the pro had the ever-loving shit beaten out of him and his arm turned into, into salami, and then he was knocked out. Eve, I've uh, been training for six months, you guys. Eve <laughs> intentionally great. tried to overdose some dude. It worked. And it kind of. I smack-talked a necroskeleton dude. And the thing Cyber that, necro. The thing that worked was hitting on him. Yeah, that really jarred <laughs> him. That's, that was the start of like the reconfiguration. Yeah. And then you started sort of saying, I'm going to come visit you or something. Yeah, and that's yeah. when. It, it was Yosef. Yosef was inhabiting this poor man, somehow overriding his, his mod- body modifications. And Is it Yosef or Joseph? I'm going to keep calling him Yosef because or it'll piss him off. Jose. Okay. I mean, you, you realise some people's name is Yosef, though, right? Yes, I do know that. <laughs> I do know that. It's the same reason they keep calling Uriel. Every Uri- Yosef Uriel, listening Uriel. to this or watching this right now is like well, sad, no, I'm, right? I'm not insulting Yosef. <laughs> I'm just saying that this- You're insulting Joseph and playing that his name might be Yosef. Yes, because how annoying is it when your name is just minorly said wrong, Josh? Oh, uh, yeah, no, okay, I'm with you. Well done. Yeah. Okay, you point point made, sir. <laughs> point oh. made, Bobby. Fuck you. Oh. Get it, I quit. <laughs> hey, I'm just joking. <laughs> oh, wait, 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 wait. Okay, let's go. Um. Um, what about when your name gets said as a legendary Australian nickname? We don't often hear that in Reboot. We need to do that more. Like, like Big Dog. Oh. Big Dog is such a good... Good nickname. Mm. Oh, big dog. <clears throat> Robbo, Davo. I just looked at you in the opposite order. <laughs> nah. Je- Jen- Geno. Geno. It's Jenny. Geno. It's, it's big dog. Thank Geno. you. Well, you're, you're Jazza. It's already Aussie. Yeah. All right. 
Are we ready to start? I think we're ready yeah, to start. Yeah, let's do it. Okay. Um, in in the world of reboot 2090, uh, 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 I'm just pretending I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we'll pick up after we did uh, after we did last session, uh, but we'll time skip a little bit after your little scuffle and your hubbub. Uh, you make it pretty clearly back to your destination, which is tell me because I don't know where you were headed. Ugly's bar. Ugly's bar. Yeah. Ugly's bar. So you arrive back at Ugly's bar to a few raised eyebrows, but not too much attention. How do you get Seb down the stairs? Just asking. <laughs> do you really? Want yeah, to know? I do want to know. <laughs> I'm just curious because it's it's just occurred to me. We- you said there was a freight elevator that I used at the back. Interesting. Like four episodes ago. Interesting. Do you, otherwise, it'd be us, one front, no, one I don't back, think you, carry down. I don't think... You could have gone out the back. But you don't think we'd enter through the back? No. It's not our style. You'd enter through the front. Yeah. At what point does Pro become conscious? Oh, yeah. How do you get pro back? Uh, what do you do? Okay. You, no, you did become conscious, yeah, didn't you? Yeah, you were conscious. You became yeah. conscious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So then... So I'd, I'd help, but badly. Yeah. we One goes behind, one goes in front down the stairs, carrying down. Yeah. Okay. In a wheelchair. So robot with a negative one in strength and man that just had his arm almost cut yeah, off. Yeah, so I'm going to be at the back. Okay. All right. I'm not yeah. going to make you roll for it because that'd just be too <laughs> okay, tragic. It would, just, just, it would be very curious. Just in case, he, that he, would be the next hour of role playing. <laughs> 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 He's like, I specifically hold it this way. <laughs> this episode's name can is get a going grip, down the stairs. Going to get a grip check and disadvantage <laughs> for this step and the next one. <laughs> All right, and as a reward for several sessions well played, <gasps> you all get a destiny. Oh card. yes! <laughs> oh. Man, I should really use them. You can get some matching pants, Jen. And because the world sometimes needs moments of lightness and not always bad things happening to you, uh, there is a rough-looking blanket thrown over something in Zhang's room when Eve gets in. Is it alive? No. No. Okay. It's a cat. I know You've what got it is. It's a puppy. Uh, what? I know what it is. Cool. Okay. Uh, uh, I'd say hello to her. She signs to you and says, Hey, I finally rustled something up for you guys. Uh, ta da, I guess. And then she pulls this, like, Dirty socket, dirty canvas sheet off the object in the middle of the room. And what are you expecting to see, Eve? The yellow puffer jacket. No. Damn it. You, she <laughs> she doesn't that. even know. I know, but still. There is a very old, like circa sort of 2004, um, electric wheelchair with a joystick operator. Hey. And, it, and it looks like she has been fixing it, like for a little while. <laughs> Eve? Yeah, just got this one in the garage, just <laughs> working on it. Um, you know, yeah, it's been it's been weeks since Seb's gotten back, and she's obviously been looking for it. Eve um, inspects it. She like you know touches the wheels and like moves it around and stuff, and she's like, "Yes, with some modifications, this will be the perfect death machine." 
Zhang shakes her head, but in an amused way. Um, and then she signs at you. Well, it's all yours to play with, however you want. But I figured Seb could use his big, strong hand to guide him around. Has it got like it's got a little control? Yeah, it's got yeah. joystick. It's cool. electric. Yeah. What are the, what is the state yeah, of my arms? You have a functional hand that's stunted, right? So, because it's it's not like Deadpool. I've explained that before. Yeah. So what you basically have is a hand. Your your one of your arms is now basically like ninety percent the size. It's it's quite. It's like a little bit thin. It's almost like it's building out from the bone, getting more stronger muscles. And the problem you have with it is actually a mobility issue because all your muscles and nerves aren't fully healed. So yep. you can kind of move it around and and sort of grip things, but you drop them occasionally. Very, very bad motor skills. Like you're just learning how to use your hand again, which is okay. exactly what you're doing. But you yep, can yep. definitely like use your palm and operate a joystick and stuff. Yep. The other arm is like half grown. Uh your legs are like two thirds one leg and half the other leg. Okay. Yeah. Cool, 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 cool. cool. I go wheel it out to Sebastian. Who can see, which is wonderful. Oh, this is so disconcerting. The audio is just, it's been 18 months of different audio and I just, I can hear myself so clearly <laughs> in my ears. It's really weird. So where are we? Where, 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 where was this rolled into? Am I in the main room of Ugly's Bar and they've walked out with it? Or sure, 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 sure. And is yep. Zhang following you? Yeah, I imagine, right? She got it. Yeah, she comes yeah. out too. Ta-da. I look at Zhang through her helmet. Mm-hmm. Give like a half smile and just nod towards her. She signs back at the two of you, assuming Eve's looking back, um, and just says, uh, we couldn't rely on Eve's little arms to push you around now, could we? (laughs) So you figured you'd rely on mine? Uh, She taps her hand and then she signs back to you guys, um, no, I thought we'd rely on good old-fashioned machines. Of course, huh. dissing Eve because she is a machine. You yeah. know, you have those weak little baby arms. That's why I laughed because it's... Mm. Yeah, okay. Mm. Cool. Pro, how are okay. you feeling? I'm going to roll. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Hi, I'm managing-ish. Low, I'm not managing. High enough. Uh, Pro has just been really disengaged. Mm-hmm. Um you can tell he's just really eating himself up inside. And when he gets back, he just immediately has gone to his room. Doesn't say anything to anyone. And mm. slams the door shut behind him. Okay. Is anyone else at the bar? Ugly, incongruent. Oh, oh Destiny roll. Mm-hmm. No. It's pretty quiet oh, tonight. Okay. They're all out doing stuff. Okay. And I'm going to test something. This may go terribly wrong. Boo. So much, so much effort, so much pitch, so much drive, so much passion. I like where this is going. Okay. <laughs> I just wanted a bit of a bit of this. Oh, nice. Pro. In your room, where you've driven into or walked into, yeah. 
which is actually not your room. It's <laughs> Incongruence Workshop. God, you suck. Yeah. Hey, Bagruff. You just hang around on the periphery, huh? Getting closer. Yeah, whatever the fuck that means. And I just start, like, trying, like, a random ball against the wall and I'm lying mm-hmm. down just, like... I eye a little drawer that I know there are stashes in and, like, feel this overwhelming pang, this urge. 20. I got a natural 20. I just take a deep breath. Shake my head. I'm like, fuck off, man. I need to sleep. And with a 20, you can almost feel yourself, like, gaining control of your thoughts which are starting to go really erratic in your negative mood and and that voice starts to get softer and just as it's starting to get softer it's kind of like throws a desperate little barb out um it doesn't have to be hard bro you could have it easy you can what do you even mean by that the circle you've got skills yeah, I've heard that before. And there's no reply. And I try to drift into a fitful sleep of recovery. You're con- you do have a moment of concern, though, as you realise that the the faculties of that Bagrov personality you're hearing in your head are Far becoming too, mo- yeah. more coherent. <clears throat> Whereas in the first, and 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 you've had it a lot more times than we've role played where you've just had like a scream or a shout or an echo of a voice. But over the last week or so, it's, it's just starting to get that little bit. Like you have these brief moments, almost like a, a split personality break. Mm. Um, and I guess there's that little bit of concern. I mean, it's up to you if you feel this, it's your character, but I would suggest that there'd be question as to whether it's real, like whether this personality is your voice in your head or whether there's actually something going on with what happened with Bagrov. Pro's guess is that it's like actual, like it's a mechanical thing. There's memory, mm-hmm. like in the literal sense, that's been transferred from a digital form to an organic form and uh, Johnny saw it. Mm-hmm. And I think uh, incongruence reaction to that has sort of helped Pro think, all right, there's, there is a passenger here. Mm-hmm. And it's just sort of got it like that in his head. So that helps him, I think, deal with this identity crisis thing. It's like, I'm not, I'm not going crazy. Like there's a, there's this essence that's been put in my head. Mm-hmm. Um, is that fair for me to have made no, all that's those? Great. That's great. Cool. I was just putting the question out there basically of, yeah. of if you'd be having those, but that makes perfect sense. Oh, look, at the end of the day, he's also privy to all of pro's weaknesses and, and insecurities. So I'm sure a lot of pro's poor choices and tormented moments of have started to sort of feed into that interplay. Cool. So with no one else there and things to think and do about, but injuries to heal, uh, the next two days pass in a blur as Sebastian uh, acclimatizes himself with the wheelchair and is now competent in using it and uh, Pro recovers from his injuries. Can I ask something? Mm-hmm. Um, do I think that... It would be worth contacting Belle, if I can, in for um, what I found at 
the the people we encountered. Do you think that? I'm not going to tell you what your character okay, would if think. I, if I have... Eve would like to contact Belle. Okay. And if she doesn't have the means, find whoever she thinks would have the means. I'll make a destiny roll. 19. Okay. Um, you you find... You get a number fairly quickly uh, from a... Uh, just a gang associate who has mm-hmm. contacts with her. Mm-hmm. Uh, is it in regards to the cybernetic stuff? Yeah, in regards to the... Specifically the necromancer dude and just... The weirdness okay. going on there. All right. Okay. Yeah, so you get in contact and cool. she answers I call after her. you set. Well, do you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, sure. So she gets cool. in contact with you after like probably the second or third call. Mm-hmm. Uh, what time of day is it? That's up to you. Middle of the day. A polite time to call someone. <laughs> All right. Hi. Uh, who is this? This is Eve. Oh, the drone that helped me out. I have a disturbing case. Right. I require assistance. Okay. All right. Um, what with? We have met a certain individual who is now deceased. Right. They attacked us on the street. And I, how can I help? I gave them morphine, but it did nothing. And upon closer inspection, they appeared dead. Uh, But were they dead? They had cybernetics on them. Interesting. I was wondering if you had encountered anyone like this. does ring a bell actually um but wait why am i even talking to i oh, never mind um yeah but that's that's my old life um you have more information r- rumors are circulating around the corpse years ago um necro cybernetics basically controlling people through cybernetics after they're dead, uh, corpse security. So this is done remotely? There's multiple avenues. Some, the patient doesn't even know that they're clinically dead. They're still operating. They're still functioning. That's the point. The cybernetics basically keep them, well, functioning. Kind of like a host. I wouldn't say that from what I remember hearing about, but this is all cooler gossip, you know, in in the labs. This isn't uh, something that's, like, real. There's ethics committees against that sort of thing. Of course. Uh, But, yeah, as far as I remember, uh, it was theoretical. Although, knowing Corpsec, maybe less theoretical. A hypothetical, then. Perhaps if you wanted to stop someone who was under this condition, how would you do so? Someone violent? Correct. Uh, 
That's the problem. I'd say usually it's destroy the head. Um, you basically need to destroy them so they have no functionality, but it really depends on the cybernetics. Theoretically, yeah, I would say remove motor function. Power source for the cybernetics or spinal cord, but that's obviously fatal. Do I know when you say power source, does different cybernetics have different power sources or is it all yeah, kind of? It's usually integrated okay. into the cybernetic. Okay. Uh, some advanced cybernetics such as uh, onboard computing, mm -hmm. for example, um, actually has has uh, like bio processing. So it mm -hmm. gains energy from it's very, very low operating uh, electricity requirement and it gains it from the body okay. that it's in. Cool. Um, as well as like, you know, whatever, like ambient uh, wireless charging is another big thing for mm -hmm. like pro cybernetics would be wireless charging. Yep. Cool. Yeah. But otherwise it's batteries and stuff like that. Cool. Well, if you have any more information, I would greatly appreciate it. Uh, sure. Well, um, yeah, I'm not sure. Does she take parts from people? She does, doesn't yeah. she? Okay. She's like, well, if you're ever in my workshop, always happy to chat to a machine. Okay. Uh, this was great and weird, uh, but I've got customers. So um, catch you, Eve drone. Thank you. Goodbye. She hangs up. Great. I tell this all to Seb. <laughs> Just Seb. Although you would have, you would have probably ever yeah, had a conversation. <laughs> I can see where I'm needed. You're in your room. <laughs> you haven't been in his room for two days, have no, you? No, but he's probably, he, he, where he's not in his room. Well, actually, do you, yeah, do you come out at all? Yeah, but he's going into his sort of like obsessive state, but not with study and research. He's trying to inspire He's like, he's punching shit and okay. trying, he's working out and trying to. Okay. Then fight. when. Once... Are you wired or are you tired? Because I imagine oh. today's the day you're going to be starting to do stuff. Yeah. And I'm assuming we're sort of getting the sense that something's coming. Well, you know, there's already a ticking clock. So yeah. you've got. I think, yeah, okay. Frankly, I resisted it to get back in the order to sort of sleep or whatever, but I think. Upon sort of reflection and thinking back and picturing it all and the images of failing going through my head and knowing I need to be better than this, yeah, um, I'm wired. Uh, especially because hit that hard drugs and go punch it more energetically is probably where my motivation is right now. Okay. All right. Well, that means we would like you to make a roll. Yep. Now we've we've flipped, flipped it. it. It's cool. inversed. Nine. All right. So where you've got your table and your paperwork, don't you? Otherwise, I'll have to open the document. I need you to open the document, sorry. <laughs> ah, the mouse cursor is gone! Yay. I mean, oh. Okay, i got to ask, what is that on Jen's screen in the corner? What corner? Oh, yeah, that what is that? That corner would be Ooh. that box. It's the box. It's the box behind you. Wow. Wow. Oh, thank you. <laughs> oh, I just moved everything. Oh, it's fine. Go, Jen. Yeah. Okay, so you rolled a nine, yep. which is inversed. Oh, God, how does brain work? So that 11. would be an equivalent of an 11, yeah. yeah. Uh, so stable dose, no negatives or positives. Okay. Great. Cool. Awesome Useful. source. 
But do I have... Uh, so, yeah, you no longer suffer any negatives to perception. Okay, so, so you, but you don't get any stat but boosts. You're yeah. just flat. You're good. That's kind of what you want, really. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Cool. I do awesome. relay this to you if you happen to be in the room. Yeah, you'd probably walk in on me training, you know, shirt it off. And Rocky. Just, yeah, just, yeah, definitely. Like <laughs> looking competent, at least outside where it's relevant uh, is what I go for. Uh, Eve always puts on Eye of the Tiger every time <laughs> you start your training. Pro's got his own. own. <laughs> she still puts it on anyway. <laughs> she thinks it helps. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I don't want to role play this, but I would like to see Incongruent. Incongruent. Um, and I would like to approach him about uh, gaining the ability to have disarming voice. Okay. We'll do that in a second because yeah, I have a no question. Worries. It's episode eight. Mm. You spent two days and the last three weeks moving towards goals, everyone. Mm-hmm. I think you can all have a skill point. Oh. Oh, thank fuck. <laughs> Oh my god! Oh, can Thank I put, you. Can I put my skill point in my new ability? This is the this is the episode where Dave's yeah, like potentially they've been suffering. Let's throw them a bone. <laughs> yeah, well, the thing is that you guys were never originally started for combat, but I think season two is going to lead into more and more combat as you get mm. into conflict. So it's an well, opportunity to become a bit better. I'm going to put a skill point where I assumed I had another skill point into unarmed combat. Now my role is eight. Hooray! That's pretty good. Yeah. He's, he's a good fighter now. He just needs to roll. So do you have three points in combat? Three points in unarmed oh, combat. Right, yeah. yeah. So you've basically spent the last like three weeks as well as all the time before, like dedicatedly committing to fighting. Um, like three? Yeah. You can only have two. Oh. Isn't it limited by oh. that? Oh, oh poop. Thanks, Rob. All right. I'm putting a point so- in ganger. Oh, well, that makes more sense that you've invested the time into becoming a a better, like in general, you're now a better criminal. Uh, And I guess next skill point. So just wait for episode 16. Yep. (laughs) Fuck. (laughs) Hey, I'll add to the finale. Rob, I hate you. Um, I'm sorry. (laughs) No, hey, look. Because I, was, I, I approved the rule system. It's fine. I'm like looking at my stats and be like, oh, I really like that, yeah. but I can't get that because of that. And then mm. you're like three. And I'm like, how the fuck is he getting three? Mm. <laughs> remember, like- I do have to give you one thing that you always have to remember. You're a slummer. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You never used you, your special. You've never used it. It's a critical success, yeah? It's a critical success on something you have no dice in. You never yeah. attempt the dice rolls, though. That's the problem. Yeah. Um, but the other thing is that's really important is that unlike uh, unlike Seb, you can get cybernetics. You can always have bits cut off you and bits glued on. It's mm-hmm. always an option. Yeah. Hey, I can have bits cut off me. That's true. And bits glued on, but only with super glue and they don't work. <laughs> yeah. Okay. It's so. got a pair of googly eyes. <laughs> Yeah. Somewhere behind you. And Eve, you want to briefly meet with Incongruent. Heck yeah, I do. Okay, so you find him over that two-day period. Uh, and, I mean, there he is. What do you have to say to him? He's coming. There he is. <laughs> Afternoon. Eve. Um, I require assistance. Anytime. I wish to have the ability... To project my voice very loudly and in a tone that could be considered disarming. Is this possible? Like the Pokemon move. <laughs> oh, yes! Did you just get an extra 
No, no, it's 19. No, no, no. Oh, no. 19. Very close. Have a spare part. Have a spare part. What the fuck? I just rolled a general oh. knowledge check for incongruent. He was tinkering on something. I got seven successes. No, this is not what you think it's for. Oh. Fairy type. <laughs> Incon- uh, incongruent says, um, this is a move commonly used by Pokemon. Oh, my God. <laughs> this is the He's most a massive nerd. This is the most romantic moment between these two characters ever. <laughs> you know about digital monsters? <laughs> That's a whole different thing. <laughs> he actually makes a little groaning noise and he's like, I am aware of them too. So this is the first time you have approached me and asked to be augmented. What has changed? Um, we have encountered some foes, some dark type, if you will. I think that's right. I hope that's right. It's dragon anyway. Right. I follow. And you would like to become fighting type. Although fairy type do smash dark type. I think. It's been a long time since Nintendo released a Pokemon game. <laughs> um... I wish to... <clears throat> Ever since they got into the market of releasing Wii Fit Trainer in physical model. <laughs> when you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. <laughs> um, I wish to protect others in other ways. I feel that violence is not my strong suit. So... You wish for a move to be able to rupture the eardrums of your opponents, rendering them both deaf and incapacitated. Correct. That is not what I expected from you, Eve. But, of course, I could make something work. It would be appreciated. I'll need an evening, and then I'll be able to install it. Thank you. You're welcome. Don't run out of (laughs) pee-pee. Okay, thank you. I like to think that's Eve giggling. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my word. And then after you leave the room, were you in the same room? No. Okay. No one ever knows this except the audience, but the door shuts and Congruent looks down, <laughs> looks up at the table, and then he just says, I think I've managed to avoid seeing PP my entire life. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Eve, you make me weak. 
And then we move on. Oh, that's so sweet. And he could crush any one of us. With uh, finger. Yeah, he would. Uh, I think something that I like to think about with Incongruent was that um, he could turn you into a, a beggar stringer pretty easily. <laughs> yeah. Or a surfboard. A beggar stringer, yeah. No, just to yeah. just peel, oh, the, peel, peel the pieces yeah. off you. Yeah. Uh, okay, so are we, we time-lapsing another day? Do you want to wait another day? <laughs> time-lapsing. What is the time crunch on? You don't know. Oh, okay. There's no <laughs> current time crunches that you have on it. you. Yeah, I'd like to wait another Very day. Smooth. I'm going to assume that in the background Seb is doing organisational stuff, RE Songbird. We don't need to roleplay. Just sort of... Yeah, look, a bit of everything... Where are you putting your point? I struggled so hard to think of anything, and the only thing I could think of was using the uh, edge of underestimation that everyone would have against me being in a wheelchair to my edge and putting an interception. I mean, yeah, you can get better at deception. I can't think of anything else that would logically make sense. And I would like to stick to something that would make sense that he'd be working towards, but it's very limited. Well, what were you trying to... What do you? What other things do you want? Because it's a game. Yeah, but like... What other things do you want? If I, I wanted to be more combat, combat proficient, that would be my main one. But well, that, what are your combat proficiencies at? How many points? Seven. No, no, but how many... One. Skill, one. One. But I can't go any higher than that. Oh, you can't go any higher. No, that's what I mean. Like, I'm limited. What's the skill that it's locked in? Ganger intel. You could get better at ganger intel, which wouldn't give me a better combat roll. No, but it would mean that. But we may really need ganger intel coming up. That's fine. You're choosing to to basic because think about it as an investment into the finale of the season when you can have a better combat roll. I know. You opting not to? Okay. So now, when he has his body back. No one can complain except Rob when he sucks in combat. Well, I mean, I'd be able to freely complain up until episode 16 or whatever. Fuck it, you were mentioning. I, was, I don't know when the next yeah, skill no, point no. will be, when it feels right. No, that's fine. Um, if there's a time skip. Okay, so you can do deception if you want. It's All the right. only one that makes sense to me. Like, I know it's a game, but I want to I want to stick with it because... Yeah. It well, the gang at Intel would also make sense. There's, yeah. There'd be no reason why that wouldn't work. Yeah. Um. So. Wait a day. You're going to wait the day? If Destiny that's okay Five. Fuck. Woohoo! Okay, that's fine. I will. That's noted. Uh, you wait a day, and the next morning, incongruent uh, basically offers to deactivate you and perform robo surgery on you. Let's do it. Cool. And he does. Great. And Eve returns about two hours later, <laughs> seemingly uh, not not overtly changed in many ways, except you do notice that through through her transparent sort of neck and face, there's a few extra like wiring and cables and bundles that you can see going down in her neck area, uh, as well as a few things that like her original stuff was all very uniform and clinical. And you just notice that some of the, it's like clearly aftermarket, there's different cables, there's different finishes on some of the cables in her neck and things like that. Mm-hmm. Um. Is this where she's sort of spending her point? Is that the yes? Yeah, so how? What are we doing? Where are you? Where no, are you I was about this to point? ask you that question because I'm not sure. Okay. So I have a vocation in bodyguard, in nursing, and in waitress. 
Okay. <laughs> Forgot about the waitress one. In bodyguard. Yep. And that's only at three as well. I'm going to give you. Uh, a point. So you put a point in bodyguard. Um, well, what are we calling it? Your sonic. I was just going to call it disarming voice. But disarming you voice. Okay. Call it disarming voice. Okay. Uh, and what will that be? It will be a challenge level roll to stagger someone. Okay. At this level. Okay. Kind of like magic. So basically it'll be a challenge level. Uh, it, it'll use a, you know, your combat proficiency. Combat. So you'll have, what, six dice? Yes, you have six yes. dice. Uh, and the base challenge level will be hovering between, like, three, usually four. But then obviously, like, mechanical and electronic mm. foes will basically be, be immune to it. Mm-hmm. So it'll be pretty decent at staggering um, cool. people. That's kind of cool. I'm assuming Great. you're not decent at staggering people in general. No, I don't want to get anywhere near them. So AOE, like, is it like? Oh, it'll be so the challenge level will be situational. Basically, like, yeah. it it'll be easiest if you're directly in front of someone and screeching at them. Yeah. The more people, like, not the more people, but the more distant you are from the more people. Um, but I guess if it's a strong AOE, it'll probably be a higher challenge level for everyone, but more effective. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. That's cool. I like it. Fun. Well done with coming up with on-the-fly rules. Yay. Yay. It's easy Yay. when you're a robot and we can just install shit into you. Yeah. <laughs> we're talking about her. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So we're done. <laughs> Rob's like, but that's me. Would anyone like to hear my new voice? Yes. Please. I'm saying that out Re- of character. Really? Oh. do say it in character. No, you gotta no do, way. you got to do a thing. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe Dave does it every time. You're like, I use my voice. And Dave's like, yeah. Oh, my goodness. That's. I mean, yeah, that's kind of what I was going for. Just a lot louder. Just a lot louder, a lot louder yeah. There you go. But you have to do it. <laughs> I don't think I can. There'll be some. <laughs> distortion? There's a distortion on the left. Per second, on the bottom, on the left. Uh, <clears throat> that's good. Okay. I want, like, pitch. So like shrink, say it, halt. Mm-hmm. I think that works. <laughs> louder, louder yeah. with some gusto. Oh, gross! Sick. Right. Yeah. Are you sure? Now just do that every session without breaking your voice. <laughs> <laughs> That's totally it. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, cool. I think we're uh, gathering together, ready to head off to our lead. Is this this is a jazz <laughs> club, isn't it? Jazz Who's bar. your lead? We got a jazz bar for the uh, for the Yosef fellow. Or finding out what's happening with the Eve mission. You haven't heard anything. No, that's why I said finding out. Yeah, if you can ask in congruent. I will. Have, yeah, check cool. in with Johnny. So she out. Things are almost in place. The shipment is in a week. Okay, one week. All right, that gives us time. 
if we can find out where this Joseph guy is. Did uh, Jezix get onto John, onto Ugly? Yes, he has been interesting. How so? He's odd. Yeah, I gathered that. He seems to like children, which I just don't understand. Pro's eye twitches. It's like... Define... Uh, he's like... He teaches them things. He endures their sticky hands. I've long since grown away from my nurturing instincts. Okay. That's uh, what he was doing. He is a teacher. Yeah. Sorry, I've uh, been a bit broken in terms of understanding that stuff. Has he uh, brought any information? Mm. Anything useful? Perhaps you should talk to him yourself. Is here? I've had bigger things on my mind. Have you seen him around? Talk to Ugly. All right, thanks. And I head off to find or just, And as you're leaving, head to your soup kitchen. He's probably teaching kids there. All right, I might hit Ugly up first. And I head to Ugly. Cool. <clears throat> Is he around? Yeah, why not? Hey, man. G'day, sunshine. Look at you. Yeah, well. Oh, you missed a bit. He goes in and wipes the bottom of your nose, even if there was nothing there, just to be a fuckhead. I just, like, zone all that out. I'm, like, yeah. used to him at this point. Shrug it off. Uh, Chesex, I heard, th- is a weirdo, but... Uh, what? He's fucking all right, honestly. I don't is reckon he? He- Yeah, he keeps to himself a bit, but... um, Johnny doesn't raid him. Oh, Johnny doesn't raid anyone. Yeah. You should have seen how many times he's fucking asked me to fold you in half. It's out of control. <laughs> that one actually makes pro chuckle. <laughs> uh, so we're looking for this doctor guy, and I think we're looking harder now. And I'm hoping he has info, but I just wanted to uh, see if he came to you with anything, but also see if it's on the up and up. Uh, look, from what I can tell, he seems to be uh, keeping to himself pretty well, but... Uh, He's got a past in the northern slums, and uh, I think he is here to make a new life. All right. Cool. Thanks. And I head off. And I set out into the streets to go near the soup kitchen to find where I cool. last saw him. And I'll give you make a perception check with no penalties. Doesn't that feel Yay, good? Yeah, it does. Doesn't happen often. Destiny roll for me. Challenge level two. Wow. Yeah. I know. I'm back, baby. (laughs) And as you head to the newly refurbished soup kitchen, uh, out the front and drawing with chalk on a brick wall, uh, you can see Chessex there with a bunch of scrappy-looking kids, um, basically helping them learn how to not get hurt in the slums and how to, like, you know, navigate and stuff. And he sees you approaching. Wait, before he sees me approaching, I just want to observe a bit. Mm-hmm. Um, I just want to gauge whatever I can glean from him. I had a pretty good perception roll, so I don't yep. know if that'll fit into it. I uh, just want to see what is this dynamic? What does he seem to be getting out of it? Is there sincerity here? Yeah, what's going on? There's there's definitely a sincerity of someone who uh, 
maybe maybe has a past that they want to forget uh, and is trying to do something good now. Uh, but it's very much the, the someone who you can tell isn't actually comfortable around kids at all. Um, but you, so it's very much it's like doing his penance or something. Well, it's not that they don't like it. It's that they're not naturally liking. So it's kind of that like gruff teacher vibe. That's kind of like leaning back. All right. All right. All right. Like, I'll show yeah. you this thing. Knock it off kids. Like, rah, rah. but, but in a, in a caring way, not in a, like, I don't want to be here way in a, I don't really know how to interact with you on your level sort of a way. So yep. I'm going to kind of feel my way through it um, and teach you the way I learned, which was the streets. Um, but yeah, he doesn't seem that in, like insincere or anything. For cool. anyone who knows, he's got a little bit of that like eraser head from um, My Hero Academia. Right. Uh, in terms of completely not upfront caring, but behind the scenes, he'll fucking kill you if you deal with people he how he likes. Cool. Well, then when there's sort of like a window, and I feel like I've seen all I want to see, mm-hmm. uh, I wander up towards him and allow myself to be noticed and cool. Give him the whole sort of head. Make a stealth check. Nod. <clears throat> he was completely distracted. Critical fail. Okay, Ooh. I succeed because I have a high stealth. <laughs> cool. High, high enough that I. It's the expertise thing. Yep. Challenge level three is auto auto win. You have eight stealth. Uh. Is it nine or? Seven to nine, so something's affecting self. I think that's robotic stuff. Oh, it'll be so seven, seven regularly. Yeah, it'll be seven. Uh, but that's fine. You smash it. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> hey, uh, bro, right? Yeah, that's me. You uh, got in touch with Ugly, just like you asked. I did. Things sorted out. Cool. They seem all right. They are. They look after... Uh, Sincere people. It's a good cover for my real work, anyway. <clears throat> so what's your real work? For ugly. Information's my game, I told you that. I'm pretty good at gathering it. Well, that's, uh, that's why I've come back. I need it. We're looking for Dr. Joseph. Pretty sure you've, uh, you remember me bringing him up. Yeah, and the intel's the same. <clears throat> There's a jazz bar, but there's a few little issues there. And the main one is how you get there. But um, we might have that sorted. Uh, look, there's two ways. I've done some digging. There's two ways to get in. Uh, but the thing is, usually I'd be able to accompany you, but um, I won't be able to accompany you there. I get it. Uh, we just need to know how to get in clean, if possible. Right. Well, out, we'll figure out if we can. Here's the thing. <clears throat> um, I might have a favor to ask of you for this. Yeah, and what's that? Well... If I tell you how to get in to the northern slums, will you help me? With? I sort of say expectantly. Call it my reluctant 
protege. My accidental Robin to my Batman, if you get the reference. That kid that picked my pocket? Oh, God, no. Uh, no. Um, he's older and, um, your age, actually, I'd guess. No, he's just kind of like my partner in the gang, um, that I used to run with, but I kind of bugged out on him, and... He's back there? Yeah. And you want him back here? Yeah. All right. Give me all the information you can, and then add in that, everything I need to know about this kid. I've called him. Um, He'll be your contact if you head over there. Um, So, the gang you'll be watching out for, they're called the, and he gives a very deliberate eye roll, the hipsters. They Uh, think it's funny because, you know, Brunswick and all that, but um, they're anything but soft on the outside. Um, The contact you're looking for, (laughs) he's called Possum. Well, the nicknames around here are just cream of the crop. You know what it's like. I have to ask, and no offense, is Chessex a nickname or your actual name? Well, um, it's my name. Okay. Sorry if that's rude or whatever. Well, it is a bit odd, but I chose it, so it's mine. Cool. All right. See if I can find a possum. (laughs) Yeah. So you're looking for them at a bar called the Duchess. Uh, Say Shadow sent you. That's what I went by back in the gang. Yeah. Uh, I know the names, but um, remember your average ganger has about three brain cells to rub together, and they like short names that have a ring to them. Yeah. All right. Thanks, Jezix. Well, I haven't told you the intel yet. I'm sort of like implying that I'll gather it. Okay. (laughs) So you help get my lad out and um, I'll be grateful. So the place you're looking for, there's two main ways. One of them is a trafficking passage underneath the freeway it's probably well more dangerous more sneaky but less complicated if that makes sense the other way um, I have a contact uh, with the reclaimed Uh, They supposedly, if you believe rumors, have a secret passage to the northern slums. Runs right underneath. They don't even traffic through it. But that means dealing with the reclaimed. Okay. And they... A little about them. They're fucking crazy. Make a general knowledge check. Yep. Challenge of a... Ah, a challenge level probably in this area, probably only a two, general knowledge. Okay. So you haven't picked it up. You do keep your head to the ground all the time, so that makes sense. You haven't heard about him? 
Oh my god. Crazy motherfuckers. What's their thing? They all have a thing. Their thing? Oh, okay. So, right when this place... Look, I'm not from here, but I pick things up pretty quick. And right when all this place became the slums, you know, the city separated everyone. That all happened. Right when that happened, um, these group of people from the inner northern suburbs decided that um, they didn't like the idea of a slum and that they thought that all this technology and all these advancements had led humanity down a really dark path. I wouldn't call them religious or even regressive, just fucking odd. And um, they built a wall. They fenced in a park and they planted trees there. And the whole thing's like overgrown now. Fucking live in tree houses and shit. Put twigs in their hair. Weird. Yeah. They keep to themselves like aggressively keep to themselves. And um, when they do come out, well, you know, they look like wild people. Lots of uh, weird amber beads and stuff. Um, you know, colorful rainbow shirts, weird splotchy patterns, that sort of thing. Okay. Now, any other info that I gleaned from him? <clears throat> I've got a contact, but like I said, that's why I said one path is probably more dangerous, but dealing with the reclaimed is probably more complicated because they're weird as fuck. So I don't know what they're going to say to you, do to you, or want you to do for them. All right. I'll figure it out. And I'll bring your possum back. All right. That'd be. Is there. Can I call him anything but possum? Is there. Was it like an actual name? You can call him his name when you meet him, but it's kind of like, you know, like a, one of them old CIA dealies. Yeah, okay. You go shadows looking for the possum, and all he'll right. pop his little fucking ears up and get all excited thinking I'm back to see him. Sure, okay. And then That's he'll probably ran over a power line and get electrocuted. <laughs> <sighs> all right, thanks, man. I right, fist bump. He fist bumps you. I walk away. And head back to the gang. Nice. <clears throat> we meet up with the gang. Yeah. Crossfade <laughs> to a visual of the gang sitting all around together with Pro having just laid out uh, all the information and intel he got um, between himself, Seb, Eve. Uh, just us three. Yeah, just us three. And, um, yeah, so having re basically re, re represented all that info mm -hmm. and then summarizing. So, uh, you know, looks like it's two paths. We, we know we have a lead on where to go to find this guy. We either take the smuggler's route, which I hesitate to say I might be useful at navigating, or we take the safer route, I say with air quotes, and deal with weirdos. Some tells me this secret passage, shebang, all this safe but weird. I don't know. I don't trust it. But maybe that's just me sticking to what I'm familiar with. What do you guys think? I think our last encounter has pointed out that 
you know, safe is probably better. I'm no use in a fight. Eve's good for a quick fix. And, uh, wow, you're the flip of a coin. Thanks. At least I can flip. I look at you and, like, give my thumb a little flick. It's dry, dark humour. Literally opened with, I'm no good in a fight. (laughs) (laughs) Just fucking rub it in. Um, Um, Yeah. Perhaps we should explore both avenues. Yeah. What, like, uh, scout out a bit? Mm. See what awaits us. Seb and I could take the safer route, does the air quotes as well, while you investigate the other. We stay in communication and we see how far we get before things look dicey. Mm. And we back out. Okay, I like it. I mean, I think that's the clearest path forward. I've got the contact on the other side. And I share the contact. Mm -hmm. Squirrel is uh, looking to hear from the shadow or maybe we're returning the squirrel to a shadow. I don't fucking know. People are weird. Anyway. <laughs> so who was? Possum. Fucking, you know. I was going to say, I was like. Some, like, like little, in America. Some, yeah, sorry. Some, some you, type uh, of marsupial. Yeah, I'm used, I'm used to the other little weird crawly furries, but yeah. Possum. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Got to rub up on my marsupials. <laughs> I mean, not literally. That would be weird, but. Um. <laughs> You, Seb, having been a scholar, do you have any more information on the other people? Was it the collective? What are they called, sorry? The Reclaimed. Yeah, the Reclaimed. Would Seb know anything more about them? If you'd like to. He yeah. can make an uh, he can make a anthropology check. What's my challenge level? Uh, given that your specialty is the slums, and this is, I'd say, uh, it's probably a challenge level... Three for basic information, uh, and I would say five for some really deep cuts. And how much, how long have you waited to use an anthropology dice? Been a while. Yeah. Yeah, well, they are useful. Three. Three. Okay, cool. So, you do know a little bit more about their history. Uh, so, you know that the location that they were actually um, have reclaimed was once known as the Mooney Valley Race Course. <laughs> and they basically <laughs> took over a, a, a like a race course, which all its greens um, planted, and they used some of like the, the perimeter um, stands that had been assembled, like the, for watching the races, as the out, outer circle of this perimeter fence. Um, you know that you have been rebuffed in the three times that you have attempted to visit them. Mm-hmm. Bef- this is before you met Pro, yeah. Um, just out of study, and they have that you—they're not known to let anyone in uh, at all. They just basically turn you away. Uh, you don't know that they're overtly violent, but you've heard rumors that they kind of conceal some weird practices inside their place that, and they don't let outsiders in uh, without someone having uh, the right mm-hmm. contact. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, you, I guess, would note that um, from your, like, looking around at this stage that you would guess that they are starting to exhibit some <clears throat> signs of the negative impacts of inbreeding as it has been 35 years and they're on to their, like, second generation of uh, dirty little rats running around in this um like tree forest place where they don't let people in, but it's not too bad because you get the understanding that um, 
the actual base population has been kind of high enough that it's not it's not like they're all crazy inbred but you there's definitely a few it's definitely a few <laughs> cool i yeah. relay all Great. of that information okay um so it appears we need to find a contact first you can ask Jessex, and he has a contact oh he did i thought he was for the other one okay cool cool we shall need that contact yeah, I relay cool. it all. So you ask, you want the contact? Yeah. All right. So Ch- you go back to Chessex as a group. I thought group I, I got time. the contact. From you got the other one. Yeah. Oh, you didn't get the one for them because okay. he didn't commit to a path when he went. But okay, so you all go back. That's mm-hmm. fine. Hey, everyone, welcome. Ready for your little expedition? Uh, expeditions. We're splitting. I'm going to check out the. Uh, Smuggler's route, and these two are going to investigate the more... Alternative. I mean, that's their lifestyle. (laughs) All right, so, um, well, he gives you the location of, like, the smuggler's route, and he just says, good luck, scouting it. Um, And then he says, as for the other one, I said I had a contact, and he reaches into his coat, and he pulls out... um, a tall, probably like six inch long uh, crystal. Looks just like a quartz crystal. And he holds it across to you. And then he says, um, when you reach the main entrance, uh, hold this aloft and say moon prism, moon prism, moon prism. And then they'll have an audience with you. <laughs> I love that. Great. Make Thank sure you. it's nighttime. How far away are we from... <laughs> Sebastian react to that. How far away from we from Mooney Valley? Not that far. It's like maybe like a kilometre away. Oh, sick. Catch Sebastian is dubious. <laughs> having had try, having previously tried to get in contact and, and meet with them and then this guy giving him gibberish and a gem. <laughs> Literally hold this crystal above your head and say moon, <laughs> moon prison three times. At night time. Melon. Sorry. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. Very dubious. Yeah, well, it's tradition. All right. <laughs> Anything else before you head off? No. Good luck. Thanks. Bye. I'm just going <laughs> to assume we've done our packing and whatnot. Yeah, I'm going to assume that too. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. So we don't need to bog down in that stuff. Yeah. No. You're ready for it. split the party. Yeah. All right. Who we... wants to go first? Sure. Yeah, okay, we'll, go. we'll call an Uber. <laughs> Do you think the go forest taxi. has wheelchair you can, access? You can walk. Well, <laughs> There's no Ubers. What if elevators made of vines? That's pretty cool. I haven't seen many vines in Australia though, so maybe like... That is true. Made of... Um, what do you get in Melbourne? Weeds. You get like the the ivy weed, whatever that's called. Yeah, just mm. garden weeds. Very short ropes. <laughs> so we will we'll actually do um, we'll actually do pro first because sure. you guys have to wait till nightfall. That is oh, true. Oh yeah, yeah. 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 So, well, we we travel in your way. Pro. Yep. You head east. Uh, well, where's the soup kitchen? You head east from the soup kitchen. Until you reach where your directions lead you to, which is a old uh, sort of small creek 
which has been since sea level rises, et cetera, expanded out into a decent length canal that crosses before you. So you're following a street, like you've been directed along the street sign and the street is just sort of crumbled and pockmarked and full of potholes and stuff. And it just crumbles and dips into the water and then rises out of the other side and keeps going uh, where you assume there was a small bridge over a canal that's been ruined and now doesn't cross and your destination is over the other side. Mm. I'm um, <clears throat> much more slummery in my gear. Mm-hmm. Back to my you know hoodie and gloves and everything. Very dark. Um, all right, so uh, roll perception to sort of looking looking for ways across this canal. Okay. Three. Looking up and down, you don't see any sign of any way to cross uh, this. What is, yeah, it's a canal. It's almost a river now. Um, except for across the other side uh, where there is a little um, tinny. It's just, we've got a rope, but it's over the other side. I don't suppose it has anything cybernetic around it. No, it's literally a tinny <laughs> from like today. Uh, and you're guessing it's been used with, you got three on perception. You can kind of get the vibe that, like no one touches this tinny because smugglers use it for something. Mm-hmm. Uh, but also as you are drawing sort of closer to the freeway, you do note up in the air, the buzz of drones that to and fro and surveillance. All right. All right. Corp surveillance, city surveillance. You would guess it's city surveillance. Mostly. I want to try and hack a drone. Uh, To hack one? Yeah. I'm going to say you're going to have a very hard time without jacking Cybermancy. Um, You can attempt it, but without any kind of connection to it, it's going to be like a challenge level five. Who knows? Magic might happen. All right. Go for it. Roll. One, two, three, four, five. I got five. Five successes. Okay, I'm going to roll Destiny. Ah, come on. (laughs) So you do, well, I'm not going to take away your roll. You hack into an open, you basically find a weak link in these drones and there's like, you know, you, you, I'm assuming you unfold your computer yeah. and you're working well, on Well, I'm... Oh, you're onboard computing. Yeah. Um, you're kind of working away with haptics and then you, you manage to connect in um, and you basically overtake uh, its control signal and it seems to be operated. The reason there was a moment of weakness and an open Wi-Fi connection sort of thing um, is you seem to overtake it and like your little, a little game pad pops up in your visor that you can control. And it's literally like a drone that someone would control with a monitor, not like a, you know, US Air Force yeah. spy drone. Yeah. It's like a drone and you can see out of the camera and cool. you can control its movement. All right. So I don't know how long I have it for. The first thing it's I- It's hacked. You have it. Great. You own it now. All right. First thing I- Well, first order of business, scope out from a higher location. All right. Uh, you can make a perception check uh, and you are looking for 
just the higher you get, the better, but you can have advantage on this with the drone. And how many dice do you usually have? I'll give you plus two dice as well. Four. Four successes. All right. How long are you going to spend using the drone? Oh, uh, look, I'll, I'll basically just do a five-minute scope. Mm-hmm. I'm conscious of time and also just being caught with my focus internally. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm doing the scope out first before I bring the drone down and closer. You scan uh, the area and you can tell that as soon as you cross the river, these are the pieces of information you pick up. As soon as you cross the river, which you obviously haven't done, um, it very quickly goes into what is known as like the badlands. So it's where the slum is no longer even habitable for people in the slums. And you're kind of right on the border of that. Um, and movement, because your drone is there uh, sort of blending in, movement is gets basically disappears. You don't see any movement in the ground for initially, but you start to pick up signs of movement. Um, but the main thing you're noticing is that like, there's a lot of aerial traffic of these drones and stuff, the closer you get to the highway and it's clearly protected. Um, but you do start to pick up traces of people moving undercover, people moving quietly, people moving um, sort of in, you assume part of this smuggling operation and you see where they're going uh, which basically leads to, as far as the drone's camera can see, unless you get closer to the highway, uh, a certain spot, a uh, building that's built up and some rubble that's close to the highway. I need help being oriented for a second. So I'm on a river's edge. Mm-hmm. I'm facing out to the river and across to the Badlands. The, where is the highway in orientation Let to my direction? You. Oh, hooray. Hang on. Do you want to put on your monitor and I can flip it to the screen? Do you want Yeah. Say when? Yeah. Okay. No? No. It's obviously changed to the wrong monitor. Okay. Cool. Never mind. Oh, I can put it down there, though. Say when? It's not going to be very uh, good to look at, but hey, try. (laughs) Give it a crack. All right. There you go. It'll do. Cool. I can zoom in. It's a bit off center. All right. So you... You are basically here. Okay. And you're you're scanning this section. This is great for podcast viewers. Yeah. So you can are, you pull it across? Oh, yeah. This way? Yeah. Keep going. Okay. Keep going. Oh, Ooh, so close. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. Oh, uh, no. Uh, okay. Hey. Cool. Okay. So you are basically here. Yeah. And this is the border of the Badlands, and you are looking at this sort of section here. So for podcast listeners, uh, you're north of Ugly's Bar. Uh, in Ugly's Gang Turf, quite significantly, you're just across from the, the soup kitchen. You're looking east across a river uh, where where there is the border between the no man's land and uh, the sort of still habitable slums, but this is no one's gang turf across the river. Basically, no one lives there, even though some of the houses would still be habitable, uh, which leads across to the uh, Tullamarine Freeway, which has long since been built up with big walls on either side of it, lots of, like, spotlights looking down at the slums, uh, drones, machines, robots, okay. etc. And I'm trying to get through the Badlands and over the freeway. You're trying to get across that gap and then past under the freeway, over the freeway, whatever this crossing is. But from your drone's eye view, you're guessing it's under the freeway. Mm-hmm. Okay. What's the path even I was looking at? Is that on there? The what? The, you know, the, the Mooney Valley Commune. Ah, right? yes. So that's down here. It's the reclaimed land. It's the Mooney Valley race course. It's not that far from Ugly's Bar, but people, there isn't any gang turf nearby it uh, because people just kind of 
in neutral there. Declare. Yeah. Okay. Cool. All right. Thank Go you very much. That. that was very helpful. Um, so, having ga- gathered my bearings, <clears throat> I spend the time to just sort of try and see a path between movement that mm-hmm. I can just go through as inconspicuously as possible and yep. briskly. Trying to avoid the smugglers or find the smugglers? Uh, I want to see their movements to see where the paths they're using yep. seem you to be. You can do that. Yeah. But they're also the paths that they're using. Yeah. So, I'm going to want to move like one of them, but I'm also going to avoid interacting if I can. Okay. So I'm going to give you an advantage for your survival check on that. I will just give you advantage when we get to that. Okay. But your perusal, uh, you first, you do note someone down on the ground uh, who looks to be smacking the sides of a controller. You pick that up. Who He's looking skyward. And then a couple of minutes later, your feed just goes dark. Do I, when you say a couple of minutes later, I notice that and I have a couple of minutes. You notice that during the thing, but it doesn't seem like they're involved in the feed going dark. So you can spend 60 seconds. Yeah, basically the the next, if it's the last thing I can do, if I can, Mm. is to pull the drone down and cut the rope holding the the tinny. So, yeah, so before any of, so even moving the drone, it, it goes dark and your feed just goes to static. And as soon as your vision goes to the real world, you see a little sparking thing of fire just falling out of the sky and smoke rising from another drone that's hovering nearby that then turns and flies back towards the highway. Fuck. So basically, um, it was my two on my destiny roll from before. Um, Your, the person who was operating the drone, this, you kind of realize later, obviously knows like some pattern or some rules of operating in the area that can allow him to avoid those other drones picking up on like an unsanctioned flight in the area. Mm -hmm. Uh, You didn't. So you kind of hovered there for five minutes and didn't know that was not what you were meant to do. And a city city drones just come along and go and just Mm -hmm. shot it and flown Mm -hmm. off. So yeah, it wouldn't have, that was going to happen either way. Yep. All right. The guy was just like, what the fuck? My drone's not working. Have I gathered any sort of reasonable way to cross this river? No. Even with the drone up high. There's, there's nothing, there's no river craft. Uh, the only one you've even ever seen was Ugly Speedboat. Great. How deep is the river? You don't know. It's a river. How wide is the river? Uh, five metres. Not. It's not like a giant crazy river. But, okay. You know. I sort of slink my way back into the street. I just want to do a survival check just looking for something that's floaty and pushy and jumpy, surfy on to get across as far as possible. Make a survival check, sure. You don't have advantage on this. Four. Four successes. You find a wood pallet that <clears throat> might be buoyant, uh, but, you know, a couple of things. Yeah. It, it's the slums. Everything's fucking broken. So you find like, yeah, a wood pallet, uh, maybe a bin, um, some water bottles that you can like get some buoyancy on, but it's it's not exactly amazing. Okay. I'll take what I can. Anything that I could sort of roughly hold things together Which, with. That's more what the survival check would do is yeah. you put it together pretty yeah. well. So I've got a bit sort of a try and hand hold and seal the lid of the bin to hold some air in yeah. it and bottles on the other sides or whatever. And um just sort of drop it into the water and kick off, hoping that it, it just so can you, hold it together 
I'm on the pallet. Oh, you're not going to be dry. This is like no. a float. You'll be swimming if this is. There's no way to get across on this without actually being in the water pro- propelling yourself. Because there's current going downstream and everything. So it's likely to stop you from drowning because it is buoyant. But okay. we're talking like Jack and Titanic holding onto a floating thing. You've made a pretty good floating thing. Um, but to actually propel <sighs> yourself to the other Fuck. side, you're going to need to use your legs. Fuck this. And I hate <laughs> Pro strips off down to his jocks. Okay. Shoves it all in, a, in the backpack. And puts it on and the thing. throws it across the river. Make a throw check. Uh, uh, this I am realising now. Wait, five metres. That's not that far. It's not that far. It's basically. I don't. I chuck it in the bin. It's in the bin. I'm holding okay. the bin lid shut. All right. <laughs> okay. Okay. That's my. It was only going to be a challenge level. Um, all your stuff in a bag. Probably it was only going to be a challenge of a one or two, but that's fine. This is just for entertainment. Yeah, you've in the bin. Okay. This is, I just want to. I would have said two because I'm a bastard. I got two. Yeah, you would have been fine. All right. Anyways, I chuck it in the bin. Okay. Push off. All right. Make a swim check. Ah. Okay. You were trying so hard to not make a I swim really check. I really was. Desperately was. hard. All right. Challenge level. Uh, the challenge level to cross this light stream. It's it's not a hard swim. The current isn't very hard. It's just a challenge level one. Two. Cool. And you managed to push, kick, because you took your clothes off, which was a good idea. Swimming with clothes would have made it harder. Um, And your buoyant device, uh, you basically just quietly paddle across pretty pretty effectively um, like a kid with a kickboard. And, yeah, you get to the other side. Jump off, slink into a corner, shove my clothes back on, just like, mm, hopefully. Uh, so your clothes are drenched now? Huh? No. <laughs> you just put your clothes back on your completely wet body. Oh, you know, I, okay. I shake oh, off you like, shake like, like a dog. dog. <laughs> you hang out for five minutes and air dry a little bit yeah, and, uh, and make an endurance check, challenge level one. Okay. That was a critical success with something I've no points in. How many destiny points, sir, to add a point to endurance? Two. I am spending two destiny points to add a point to endurance. You use the slammer ability. I'm using the slammer ability. Endurance is a good one. All right. So in this moment, Pro basically taps into an inner bit of of strength, realizing that while you failed a lot and you've been really hard on yourself, without realizing it, you've actually hardened your resolve in a way that you didn't realize. And that, that hardening of resolve has made you understand that like physical discomfort is in the mind as much as it's in the body. And as you sit in the cold August air, whatever month it is, it's <laughs> August right now, and it's cold. Um, and, you know, you kind of for shivering a little bit, you just realize that like, no, I'm on a mission and I'll be fine. And you gain a point in endurance. Yay. It's just overcoming programming. And then you are on the other side of the river. I just... Give my hoodie, hoodie a little scuffle and walk determinedly forward. Cool. Now that I've got a bit of a clear path in my head. Survival check, challenge level two, with advantage. Should probably be challenge level three. I got four. Cool. You're fine. Uh, and I'll get you to make an infiltration check, uh, challenge level three. Okay. Oh, two. All right. So you managed to track down, like you you discreetly move 
across the paths. And I'll get you to make a stealth check against robots. Oh, great. Okay. That I can do. Uh, and at this distance, the challenge level is probably three. So if you've got eight or more, you can auto pass. That's one, two, four. three, four, okay. five. Cool. There's all our checks. So you travel down the same paths that the smugglers use, uh, moving quietly. Uh, you pass a couple of them as you move on. And when you get quite close to what you know is this ruined building, there's a voice that says, you. And your eyes dart up. And there's actually what was once a shop front, uh, a sort of a glass uh, dispensary from the pandemic years, which is very old, but it's one of those like plastic, you know, it's like a bank teller screen uh, in a wall that used to be, you're guessing like a cash exchange. Mm -hmm. uh, And there's a bit of roof on it and it's quite discreet. And there's someone leaning back on a crate in there. What? I don't know you. I want to make a ganger check Mm -hmm. or... A human trafficker check, whichever is relevant. Human trafficking is okay. fine for this, yep. Uh, just to gauge what I... Sort of using it as perception. I just want to sort of fit myself in this situation as quick as I can. Okay. All right. I'm just going to roll. I'm going to say you, you're going to need... This guy's their lookout. You're just going to need to oppose check. Uh, you're chasing three successes. Three successes. Roll, roll off, off again. You're looking at four successes. One, two, three. All right. So that was for my understanding. So I'm just sort of, so I don't you, have a lot. You, you basically don't get the gauge of exactly what they're doing. Uh, but with a three, you know, like roughly what this kind of operation and how they would operate. You know enough to know that you're not deep enough that you couldn't back out but you are deep enough that you're going to start getting questions asked, but you don't know the organization that you're dealing with. So he's waiting for an answer. I don't know you. Well, Scott didn't tell me you'd be here. Did you say Scott? Razor. (laughs) Fucking deception. I'm, I'm destiny rolling that. Deception two. Okay. <laughs> I spit on the ground. I don't know him. But you do seem to know our bloody paths. You've avoided the corp drones pretty well. Yeah, well, he picks me for my skills. So what business do you have at the crossing? Razor's got customers just like everyone. You know how it is. Well, Razor doesn't pay the tariffs because I don't know him. No. He told me to sort this shit out. God damn it. All right, what's your tariff? What's your cargo? I'm, uh, meeting it. And bringing it back, I presume? No. I'm going to have a picnic. Uh... Read it a bedtime story and go visit his family. Maybe send a Christmas card. Yeah, I'm going to fucking bring it back. It's my job. Right. Well. Like I was saying it, like we're not talking about people. He doesn't know what you're talking about at this stage. Okay. Yeah, you actually don't know at this stage. And he's like, into that he says, ah, so it's people. Well, people's more expensive than guns or drugs. 
Tayot, first time customer. You get your friend Razor, was it? You get him to set up a better arrangement long term because you're going to be stuck with the day pass rates. Fair enough. How's, uh, and I shim shuffle around and pull out some drugs. Like, just sweeten the deal. I just, I got timing, man. I don't hit from that kind of supply. No, it's slum bucks or nothing here. Thousand slum bucks ahead, too, if there's a body attached. When I'm back through? Okay. No, no, no. It's a tariff each way. How much do I have the equivalent of? I have three commerce points. Uh, I've been working for ugly and whatnot, so. Yeah, on the the spot. So slum bucks, we're talking Zimbabwe dollars here. So like a thousand slum bucks is expensive, but it's not um, the equivalent of a thousand dollars. It's probably like saying 200 bucks or something like that. Uh, So commerce level three, you could probably afford to go there right now on the spot. Yeah. Uh, There and back would require you to like, yeah, it's like a full page, you know, there and back with passengers, with extra people, is probably going to drop your commerce level okay. at this right. crossing. I, I throw him some slum bucks. I'm like, so you're going to cross into the northern slums now. Yeah. Got to respect the processes. I don't want to cause trouble. And he says, all right. Well, uh, thank you for Wait, using. Wait, hold on a sec. I got, give me a minute. And before I pull the money back before I pay it, then I'm like, I got a call. I step to the side and mm-hmm. I beep, 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 beep. Cool. You guys get a phone call. And after all this, you've probably been like an hour and a half. It's getting close to sunset. Uh, so you want to still try your way or do you want to come through? I have a gig, but, uh, you know, you might need to wear swimwear and there's probably some unpleasant people we might run into. I cannot swim. <laughs> <laughs> Seb's going to have to wear swimwear, is he? What do you think he's going to do, turn into a tadpole? Yeah, you know, the more I think about it... you know. The more I think about it, it's uh, really fucking weird. Uh, I'm at home here. Like, I hate saying that, but I I can get through this. I'm not confident about where you guys are going, but I am for you. Maybe we just get through. I see you on the other side. I go meet the contact. We touch base. If that's what you want to do. It might be what we have to do. Otherwise, I'm swinging. I'm trying to get back across the river dry and figuring out how the fuck to get you guys over here, which isn't going to happen. So then I'll follow along with you. And then inevitably we end up in some sort of situation, which I fuck up. So you know what? I'm in human trafficker territory. I was good at this. And I hate it, but I can use it. Be safe. You too. Click. I turn around. Slum bucks in the palm. Cool. Well, uh, thanks. Good doing business with you. When did you say your name was again? Oh, I don't give it out freely. We like to be impartial at the gateway. I like that. It's fair. We'll see you around. Plus, makes it harder to say goodbye. And you head on through. I chuckle and walk off, yeah. You... (coughs) Head without any interruption into a sort of a building uh, that was once collapsed and people have tunneled deep, like five metres deep. 
there's a ladder that goes down into this like hand carved tunnel. There's a couple of people give you a nod. You've clearly been allowed to pass. You also, after you pass that gateway, you spotted like two or three people with guns, like yeah. eyeing stuff off. Um, and you head through this tunnel, descend into the darkness, and you you cross to the other yeah. side. But we'll I'll go back to the other two. Yep. Okay. All right. Yay. Night falls. I was slightly confident. Yay. Oh my you did god! It. You did it. My heart is happy. That's the first time in two seasons. Sorry. All you have to do is be a bad guy. (laughs) (laughs) No, I'm going to murder people. Shit, I am good at this. Okay, (laughs) human trafficker is good at human trafficking. (laughs) Shit. Wow. I'm home. (laughs) All right, you you guys go. Okay. (laughs) Which hand does Seb do that with? I'm tired. I want to. Yeah. Just. I'll show you. Uh, there's a. There's a. There's a word for it. It's like a natural coffee. I forget what the word is. But if you do a, like a bit of intentional hyperventilating, do it with me now. Just just through your nose, no mouth. Just. You're telling the person that can't breathe through their nose to breathe through I their nose. Do it. Now help you hyperventilate. Do that. Your heart rate will rise. I'm so jealous of you. I just got weird, like, oh, Homeland vibes for a crisp second. crisp air. So jealous. Yeah, has I like breathing sometimes. in and, like, yeah. nothing here that. and this side just hurts. <laughs> oh, God. Oh. <laughs> the right. key is eye contact. <laughs> okay. Oh, you've got a bit of a milk moustache. <laughs> no, that's boogers. Sorry, I wiped that off. That was a Homeland joke. That was a Homeland oh, okay. joke. Yeah. Yeah. So, anyway. Okay. <sighs> All right. <laughs> We were at Mini Valley, Mini Ponds. Mini Valley, we were at Is that what you're Park. doing? You yeah. tell me. Yeah, that's what we're doing. Yeah, all right. He, I pushed him all the way there. I don't need to be oh, pushed you anymore. Push <laughs> you cut your training wheels off. I do it myself. Yeah. Right. I do it myself. All right, allow me to... Um... Is that the wheelchair? That's just the wheelchair's oh. motor as you're sort of running over things and you, you eventually get there. Great. And you are standing before what was once a race course, but now you can see the tops of trees densely packed uh, and also bushes and trees growing through what were once um, like chicken wire fences with barbed wire on the top of it. But like, it's like the nature is literally contained almost like a, a roast that has the string around it. And it's like bulging through. That's how the, the nature feels uh, mm. in this little area. Can we hear anything? Uh, yeah, you can hear some songs. There's some singing and some like rhythmic drums and stuff as it gets close to, well, as the sun kind goes of, down. Kind of like um, religiousy or kind of like ravey? No, like culturally, just like okay. they are making music because it's sunset and they are enjoying music. Okay, cool. Yeah. Cool. cool. We start approaching. You get to, you eventually weave your way around to what feels like a gate. Uh, and it's, it's, it is in fact a gate. It's, um, like what was once the entrance where you would have like paid and gone through a tickets full thing. Um, but it's all, it's been, uh, built with like uh corrugated iron makeshift proper wall on it. 
And up the top, there's these wooden platforms built out and there's a couple of people sort of standing on there. There's a, there's a sort of low-hanging, dense cloud of vape smoke around a bunch of people up the top of this tower. Great. Hmm. Is there like an entrance that we can see? I just described the entrance. Oh, we approach it's closed. It. Is there a person? There's three people on like a little oh, overhang at right. the top. Yeah, that you could communicate with. They're like five meters above you. Right. I thought they were much taller than that. Okay. I'm probably we yeah, look four up meters above three or four. And we say, no. I need you to no. do it in character. You can't yeah, just yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. So what do you do? Let's say together. You got to. You got to. You got to hold the gem up. Oh. oh. Of course, I hold it up. Moon, moon prism. Moon, moon prism. Moon <laughs> prism. Power. Can I get that one more time? But you louder? guys somehow feel less credible without me there. <laughs> yeah, they're really. Not I'm dubious. Even said, like all I'm dubious. This will work. <laughs> this is interesting. At least you don't look threatening. Oh, how dare you? <laughs> moon prism. Moon prism. <laughs> Moon prism. Moon, Moon prism. prism. There's the sound of creaking Power. as someone stands up, get, gets up off like a, a chair and uh, sort of it's an old camping chair and they get up and walk to the front railing and look down at you all as you're sort of quietly saying like Moon prism, mum, mumbling almost <laughs> down at the ground. What you say? Moon prism. Moon prism. Moon prism. Moon prism. You're holding it up. You hear this like creaking winchy sound <laughs> as uh, slowly the guy rotates a little spotlight around. It's like <laughs> as he rotates it around, aims it down, opens up the shutters on it, pulls the thing, and then poof, this floodlight, this little tight beam floodlight comes down. He say and he says, "Um, sorry, you got to keep going." As you start to chant, I'm guessing, with a sigh. Sure, yeah, I'll keep it. I won't make you guys do it again. Um, He, like, winches the thing around until he lines the light beam up with the crystal that you're holding in your hand, (laughs) and it kind of refracts a bunch of light around and shines. What does Eve think of all this? What is Eve, like, how how are you processing this? Eve, in her uh, time of gaining sentience, kind of has found joy in the alternative. So she thinks this is kind of cool. Like, it's like a video game. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she thinks that it's the like pressing X for the bar to like keep growing to like open the gate or whatever. Yeah, she thinks that Moon Prism is a callback to Sailor Moon because okay. Moon Prism power. So she's <laughs> yep. like, I totally get that. That's great. Lotus, open the gate. And there's some cranking and noises, and then a bar lifts and the gate pushes open. You are welcome into our humble society, friends. Come. Thank you. <laughs> All right. You walk in and the gates, uh, you, the first you're encountered with is, is some kind of dirty people. Um, their feet, they, they, they're actually all noticeably barefoot. That's the first thing you notice. And their feet are dirty. Um, and that seems to be like a real sign of it's a different dirt. It's not filth and garbage, which you're used to seeing. It's like rich soil. It's like soil, yeah. And, okay. um, and like the feet have got some like wet grass stains around them and their bottom of their trousers and stuff have got grass stains to them. And um, it's different. It's a different kind of dirt. 
And there's a bunch of, like, smiles coming towards you as you enter and a lot of very wary looks at the same time. Uh, And the gate is closed behind you and a large, like, of a latch comes up. And uh, a man walks to you uh, with a long beard, a grey beard, and he sort of has his arms open. Hello. Welcome to the reclaimed land. Hey, mate. Ah, I see that life has taken many gifts away from you. But relax. This is a place of peace. Uh, And then he, within his, he's got like a, sort of like an old professor's cardigan on. Uh Uh, Like one of the ones that's quite long. Mm -hmm. uh, And he reaches into it. And from within, he pulls out uh, what you're not sure initially what it is, but then when he takes the cap off, you can see that it's like neon, um, like cricketer's sunscreen that you would wipe on your nose. Like zinc. Zinc, that's what it's called. Neon zinc. And he walks up to the two of you and he puts zinc on your nose like a cricketer. Um, like the stripes on either side of your oh nose. Oh, my God. Well, I can't stop him. And you also... I let him do that to me. <laughs> uh, and... It probably comes straight off. The worldly of you would notice that he has a red rubbed patch on his white trousers. Uh, As if he's been playing cricket. And underneath his cardigan, he's actually wearing <laughs> cricket clothes. Like whites. Yeah, cricket whites. And he's got like a long beard. <laughs> Um, it's amazing. And you can I feel like this is just a, a location in Fallout. <laughs> <laughs> and, you can, and you can see that there is a, like a cricket area that's cleared with there's a cricket pitch oh and goodness. there's people running around playing. There's music. Um, there's a whole bunch of stuff going on. Uh, and he says, you are new. I've never met you. My name is Ambergris. Ambergris? Yes. Isn't that the gift of the great whales of the sea that used to provide the most beautiful scents on the planet. I'm Sebastian. Hello, Sebastian. Hello, and uh, this is Eve. Afternoon. You're beautiful. Thank you. You remind me of the crystal prism. Thank you. Your home is lovely. So, what brings you here? We were seeking passage. Passage? We are all trying to find that way to climb from this existence to the next. In enlightenment. That's good. Physically climbing is a bit out of the question for us too. Spiritually climbing, of course. I would never mean to make such a... Horrible comment about your condition, my friend. Although your path to enlightenment may be different to mine. I find mine on the pitch. (laughs) Can I ask some observation questions? First of all, am I the only drone here? Make a perception check. Um, And my second question was... I can't remember... Excuse me. You're excused. Thank you. Come on. Uh, Hamburgers. Hamburgers. My name is Hamburgers. (laughs) 
<laughs> One. Oh, okay. You don't at this stage notice uh, any other drones at all. Okay, cool. I had another question, but I can't remember what it was. No, it was important. We uh, seek away across the river on your border. Oh, you wish to go into the old town? Yeah, the northern suburbs. Yes, the once promised lands. We migrated from there many years ago. My father did, at least. Well, what you've got here is lovely, so I'd say you got out of there in a nick of time. It's a shithole. Yeah. Well, we make our peace with nature, and if anyone tries to claim it, we just kill them and eat them. What? It's the circle. (laughs) It's the passage of life. Did you just say you have acts of cannibalism here? Well, it would be wasteful to not enjoy nature's bounty. Can I do a health check on the majority of the people Uh, here? Yeah. Just, like, analyse them. Sure. (coughs) You can do a medicine check. What have we done? Oh, this is definitely a place in Fallout. (laughs) Well, they can't eat me! (laughs) I'm now really worried they're going to take me prisoner and harvest my limbs for an infinite source of meat. I'm going to have to know what a bespoke is as well. Uh, Two successes. Uh, You can't tell if they are suffering any ill effects of cannibalism. Okay. That's their general health is no worse than actually it's probably a little bit better, better than most people in getting, the slums. Yeah, except some there's some very suspiciously inbred little kids running around. Just a couple of them that just cool. have a look about Should them, <laughs> like very similar to too many people. <laughs> Interesting. Like Tutankhamen. Yeah, a few of them congenital defects. Um, I gestured to the the cricket game that's going on behind them. Mm-hmm. What is this? Uh, the great national sport. This is how I seek mastery of myself. I immediately don't play. He turns and, like, puts his arms around you and oh, great. Sort of guiding you, walks you through the place. He says, um, this is our home. These are where we raise our children. And you see, like, uh, there's, like, four women sitting around, there's heaps of people everywhere, but you in particular notice four women, um, two of them are nursing and they're like, you can't tell, there's like a dozen children running around with them, <laughs> but there's clearly, uh, it's definitely like communal parenting yeah. uh, and tribal parenting. Okay. So there's no distinction yeah. between whose kids are whose and who's looking after whose, and you pick that up pretty quickly. Um, cool. Yeah, and then, they, you know, this this is that. Yeah, um, great. And this is our shrine. And he takes you to the very center uh, where there is what appears to be a glowing statue, which I'm going to get you make another perception check. Both, Both of us. us. Yeah. Thanks. Oh, I got a four. That's pretty good. You'll get like a six. <laughs> five. You'll five. Okay. You got a four, mm-hmm. you got a five. Mm-hmm. You both recognize that this appears to be a robot. Uh, oh. An, oh. An advertising robot. 
Oh. And it is covered in um, in clothing, in like lays, in all kinds of tr- you know, beads and crystals. There's like an, a, a pile of crystals and gems all around it. Um, mm-hmm. And Seb, you got five. <coughs> mm-hmm. You notice the rusted and faded <laughs> and dirt caked on uh, name along the bottom of it and it says uh it's it's a brand name that you vaguely recognize it says mishka on the bottom of it um and there's a lot of like incense smells and stuff near it but you recognize that as sort of a alternative fashion company oh okay i just realized what Uh, you actually meant right yeah Yeah, yeah, from from like many years ago many out of business for a long long time um but perhaps one of their last sort of flagships uh (laughs) And this robot looks down at you. Oh, it's alive? It smiles. Oh, my goodness. And it says, Today only, 50% off, (laughs) all enlightenment. Please peruse my selection of wares. And that's where we're going to end the session because it's quarter past 11. (laughs) That's amazing. (laughs) Welcome to the reclaimed land. So they worship an Ishka... Robot that sells them fisherman Uh, pants. Mishka, illegally distinct from Mishka. 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 (laughs) I love that. That's so good. This was so fun. (laughs) I'm so scared. We've like gone into a cult or something. Yeah, we're not leaving. (laughs) I got two skill points this session. That's productive. Yeah, Yeah, that was great. You you actually you're better at endurance now. That's gonna come in handy. It is. I'm actually really excited for next episode, I think. Some stuff's gonna go down. Oh, well, next episode we're gonna be, you know, kicking in, going through and and yeah. dealing with some stuff, dealing very with some cool. Josephs, maybe. Yeah, very dealing exciting. with some possums. I do have one question for you, Eve. Mm. In the in the unspecified uh, role play sections, has Eve ordered a puffy jacket? Not yet. I don't think she's had time. Can't Actually, afford it. Three days. Yeah. Can't afford it. You've looked. It's too expensive. <laughs> okay. She puts it... It, it is... Um, puts it on a lay-by in like $1 at a time. It she, was It was actually really upsetting because it was a vintage uh, vintage brand, like hip-hop artist, uh, like signature jacket that retailed at like $2,000. So non, nonchalantly, uh, Eve is going to leave it on her computer, like on the homepage, just up. <laughs> Just in case anyone it's like happens. like the law of attraction. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. The cool. secret. Yeah. <laughs> love that. Do you know what else I love? I'm going to guess. Segways. Rob. Segways to They're saying good thank vehicle. you to our patrons. No, my guess was that you loved Rob. Oh, uh, he's all right. Yeah. <laughs> I think meant the little, the white machines that get you places. A huge thank you to our patrons, TB. Time Blink, Erasable, Professor X, 1718, Distinctive, Tickle Duck, AJ Macy, Nice, Jade, These Be Willis, and Yellow Hedges. Nailed it. Sorry, Rob was too tired. And you know what? All the rest of you patrons as well. It's not just our lovely top tier. Yes. Gods. We just commit to reading out our We have such a pantheon. We do. Thank you. Well, you know... um. People sort of suggest we should fix the the scroll. I I don't anymore. I think it's right. You, you think yeah, it's I think it's yeah. right that it doesn't appear when I press the button. It waits like somewhere between thirty to sixty seconds, and then it's like, all right, fucking go, 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 go. <laughs> then it's just like you know what? Everyone's paying attention. We end with a little bit of a heart racing thing. It's cool. Mm. I like it. Mm. We're never changing it. 
There you go. That is not me making uh, a lemonade out of lemons. It's just an occasion for us to not have to fix it. I like it. I uh, just like seeing all these patrons because I know there are people that watch my weekly patron videos that I put true. effort yeah. into rambling at. And this week's patron video was on, uh, I don't think it's out yet. I'll it's coming it out. Oh, that's now. awesome. Uh, and, yeah. and the theme of this right is making NPCs for, for uh, Reboot. Last week's I did like a deep dive on the gun system homebrew I did. So yeah, That's awesome. That's, it's pretty cool. Yeah, so aside from getting a thank you from us and an after party, which we're going to shortly, um, we do the weekly updates and we're incredibly grateful to our patrons. You guys are an amazing community and a huge support. None of this would be possible without you, so thank you. Thank you. And, of course, our dear viewers, who we will see next week. Bye. See you next Bye. time. Bye. See you in the next video. <laughs> ah, what a callback.